0: Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It was drilling my brain every night. I I said to myself questions like, who called me? Who who called the person who put their hands upon me? Who called them before? And where's the line of authority? that's the deep the question, the clue question in my heart could make me uh, ask to God if I was in the right and the true church. And so when the missionaries brought that up, it was just a light bulb
0: going off above your head and it all connected. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are here with another special guest today. We've got with us Antonio Mabil, welcome Antonio. Hello, hi everybody. And you are coming to us from uh Monterrey, Mexico. Um and uh we're going to hear your story today. It's a really interesting one um because well, based on what I've heard about your story, at at one point you were kind of a you were kind of a big deal in the Christian world outside of outside of the church, but we'll hear more about that in a second, but before we get into your story, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, if you're in school right now, or if you're married with kids, uh, tell us about yourself and then we'll get into your story. Okay.
1: Hello everybody. I'm happy to be here and thank you for this time, David. And well, about me now I'm not studying. I'm graduated. I'm a nurse. I work in a hospital and well, I'm still single. Hope to get married soon, I don't know where. It um, is, I hope you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm living here in Wunderay, but I'm from Veracruz, Mexico. And um, here it's a very cool place. It's so so hot and so warm, but well, that's something about me. Right on. So, uh, so where does your
0: journey begin? Because you are a convert to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
1: What were you before you were a member? Well, when it starts, uh, I was about 17 years old, maybe 18, when I started my journey in, in religion, in Christianity. And I, I heard about the church studying some books of my, 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 my church, the church where I belong to. And it started, I, I think maybe eight or nine years ago. Okay. And what church was that that you belonged to? It, it was called the Smyrna. It
0: belongs to Assemblies of God. Okay. Assemblies of God. Gotcha. So how did you first hear about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? You said you, you came across us in some books
1: you were reading. Yeah. Well, uh, also, uh, I'm nervous, but I studied a lot more in theology and biblical studies. And when I was studying theology, when I was in Protestant church, uh, we had some subjects about uh, apologetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apologetic. and we read something about the Church of Jesus Christ all Latter-day Saints, Adventist Church, and other denominations. And we had to make uh, every student about all of them. All of them. And when I heard about Joseph Smith and the Restoration and the priesthood and all those things, I was surprised. Because it was something new for me, but instead happened confusion. I, I, I had a, a lot of questions about God, about if that was true. And that's what the first time that I listened or or heard about the, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Then I found a couple of missionaries around my city. And they started to talk to me and it was kind of funny because we were in the supermarket, they were uh, some steps uh, ahead, some steps before me and they needed uh, some cash and I was there and I said, hey, I had some cash, I can change your money. And we started to talk and I saw the talks the, the with the name of the church.
0: And you remembered that that was the religion that you had read about in these books. Yes. So, so you didn't uh, seek out the missionaries. It was just a coincidence that you ran into them. It was an accident. There are no accidents.
1: Yes, it was a coincidence. And after I finished my studies in Bible college, uh, I was ordained as pastor and I had a lot of doubts. And between this time before my ordination And before reading those books, uh, I was having my lessons with the missionaries. They were uh, giving teachings, but I was asking to myself if, if it was correct, because I was afraid of joining a new church and leaving my old church. I was afraid of what people could say about me about, could say about my changing, but I decided to procrastinate that. Mm. Um. Uh, and so you were studying, you were stu-
0: studying biblical scholarship. You were ordained as a, as a pastor. You said, uh, were you, were you actively being a pastor? Did you have a congregation that you were preaching to? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, to be honest, I always loved everything about praying about to be devoted to God, to read the scriptures. And, and I I had my baby in Christ, so I, I could feel like if I didn't leave my old church, nothing could happen because I was in a way, but yeah, I was ordained. And after that, I came to Monterey and I started to, to, to be a pastor in a congregation, the lead pastor here. And I, I made baptisms I. A lot of ordinances of Christian churches, weddings, preachings, a lot of conferences. I travel around the country in Mexico to preach to another uh, sons of God, and I was I was very happy to preach the gospel, but I felt something I was missing. Could you identify what it was about the priesthood? The the clue the clue. Uh, what the missionaries talked to me in the past about the priest, the restoration of the gospel and the authority, the line of authority, it was like a boom in my brain. <laughs> I, I, it was the piece, uh, it was missing. So
0: what did, you were ordained as a pastor, what did you think or feel about your own authority
1: at that point? That was a, a, a deep question, and it was drilling my brain every night. I, I said to myself questions like, "Who called me? Who who called the person who put he- their hands upon me? Who called them before? And where's the line of authority?" That's the the deep question, the clue question in my heart, could make me. Uh, asked to God if I was in the right and the true church. And so when the missionaries brought that
0: up, it was just a light bulb going off above your head and it all connected. But now you're in a tough position because you have a congregation. You are well-known in Mexico. Uh, You're an ordained pastor, but you're feeling drawn towards the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So when did you... um, break the news to people
1: that you were going to leave. Uh, it was about since 2018 to 2019, some years ago, when I started to pray to God, to give me wisdom, like prophet Joseph Smith did, (laughs) I asked for wisdom. I asked for revelation and to be brave, to be brave to, to say this to, to the congregation because I was giving my resign of the church, I was going to resignation, resignation, and I talked to my pastor, to the authority I had. I talked to them, and and I said to them that I I wasn't in harmony with the doctrine they practice, and the doctrine I think the scripture say say it by itself. And I decided to live, Uh, it was uh, something, um, I I was struggling with that because people didn't want me to live, I I love them and I still love them, and I could feel they love me too, but I couldn't, I couldn't be in this because I needed to be honest between what I practice and what I believe, what I preach and what I think is correct. And I decided to leave. I decided to leave. I I gave my, my credentials. I pastored as pastors and they, they accepted but they didn't want to. Sure. So,
0: with that then off your chest, uh, how long between your resignation... How long after your resignation were you baptized?
1: Okay. Uh, my resignation was in 2019 and I... I would baptized it on October, 2021, two years. Okay. Because of pandemic and yeah, everybody were in their houses. So now that you're a
0: member of the church, how like, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about your decision?
1: Yeah. Well, one of the missionaries when I was in Veracruz in my parents' house, uh, contacted me through Facebook and through social medias and till this time we're still in contact I I didn't question about this and I I write I wrote them I wrote him uh, and I said hey he said, his name is Matthew I say hey Matthew do uh, you remember me I, I'm looking for the church I'm looking for the missionaries I'm looking for them all again and I conducted them to the website uh, commonprice.com mm-hmm. or I think so. And the missionaries called me, uh, this, the same day that I did my, my application and we started to have the lessons again. Uh, I was baptized and com- I got my confirmation and well, I'm very happy for that. Do you, do you uh,
0: are you still friends with your, your members of your congregation that you were
1: a pastor over? Not at all, not all of them is uh, so few people Other leave the city other leave the church uh, completely <laughs> they're not christians anymore but i try to be kind to be polite sure mm-hmm. that's great
0: um so i guess i guess one of the last questions i have for you is you okay you were in a tough spot that's a lot of pressure To deal with being a pastor, but feeling like you need to go in a different direction. What did it cost? Everything. Um. I guess what advice would you have for maybe people that are watching this interview that are maybe feeling some, some, uh, maybe feeling drawn to the church and to the restored gospel. Uh, but feel a lot of pressure to stay away
1: okay well first in my place I didn't feel like I changed my religion or changed my faith I feel my faith increased and my faith got restored because I still believe in Jesus Christ I still believe in the heavenly father i still believe in the holy spirit i feel like now i have the fullness of the gospel and the revelation is continuing and if people have pressure about leaving a church for uh, joining to this historic gospel they just have to pray to god to ask for for to be brave for uh to be wise for to be in harmony with him before man
0: yeah i love that i so if i'm understanding correctly it sounds like um like you weren't starting over from scratch when you had this faith transition you feel like you had a a foundation of faith in christ and you just added to that yes based on what the missionaries were teaching you and what you found in the church
1: Mm -hmm. yes that's really great love that go ahead I'm really, I'm really happy one of the missionaries who who contacted me 8 8 years ago were present in my endowment uh, some months ago and it was like oh god how you work how you work and how you work in your timing it's amazing
0: and uh, and that's a that's a good point cuz we I mean we talk president Nelson uh talks about the covenant path a lot And baptism is just the first step on that path but it sounds like you have been progressing down it uh you obviously receive been ordained to the latter-day saint priesthood and you have gone through the temple how was that going through the temple was that uh, a, a positive experience was it just confusing to you
1: to be honest no it wasn't confusing i could relate everything and i was surprised about my experience there i could understand every part we 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 take in the temple every ordinance and to get my endowment uh to be authorized authorized to wear my garments it was like the missing piece i needed in my life wow that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, Antonio, thank
0: you so much for joining us today and for sharing your story. Um, if people have questions for you, is it okay if they leave them in the in the YouTube comments? Is there are can they find you on social media anywhere that you want to plug if they have questions or comments for you specifically?
1: Yeah, you can uh, find me as Antonio Mario, like your name <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook,
0: Instagram, Twitter, the same. Great. Antonio, thank you so much for your testimony and for your story. To everybody watching, let us know what you think in the comments, and feel free to reach out to Antonio if you'd like to. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next
1: time. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.